We were on Daf Chaf Amadbeis in Mesechus Yoma, and we're discussing now. The Gemara talked about a machlokus between Rav and Rav Shila whether the words Kriya Sagever. It says Lehisa Zaramaleya, Lehisa Lehisa Kriya Sagever Magas. The Kriya Sagever did not occur. Did not resonate in the Azara. And Shaisa Zaramaleya Yisrael and Yamitovim. Until the Azar was full of, of Eden. What is Kriyas Hagever? So Rav said Kriyas Hagever was the the um, the the sound, the voice of the person who was in charge of the um, of the Kohanim, the Mamuna, the fellow in charge, Majgiach. And Roshila said it's Krotanagola, it is the sound of the rooster. And the Gemara said previously that. Rav had come to the area of Rakshila, they didn't have, there was no Amora person who was able to translate from Rakshila and to be able to project what he was saying to everyone in the room. And Rav stood up and said, I will do it. Rakshila did not know that it was Rav. And in the drasha that Rakshila was saying, the phrase occurred and Rav translated as Kriyas Hagever, calling the calling of the Mamuna of the one who was in charge. And Sheila said to him, why are you translating it that way? Why don't you translate it as the sound of the Tarnagola, of the rooster? And Rav said, I translated this way in front of Rabchia, who is greater than, than you. Uh, and and he, didn't, he didn't say anything. He agreed to it. So um, um, this is the way I translated it. So Rabshila figured that he's Rav because Rav is the one who was the translator of the Amora from Chia, and he said, since you're Rav, I don't want to use your services, you're a great man, I don't want to use your services as my Shamish, as the person who is my Amora. And Rav said, no, um, once I start, I want to finish it, Mar gives one of two reasons. One reason is because it, it, it doesn't look good, it cheapens the drasha. If somebody stands down in the middle and Somebody who's more worthy stands down in the middle, and then somebody who's less worthy takes his place. And the other reason is because Malin Bakodesh Rin once I have that opportunity to be able to be your Amora, I do not want to give it up. So now the Gemara is going to say uh, proofs for both Rav and Rav Shila bring proofs from Brysis. So the Gemara starts by saying, Tanya Kavasa the Rav. It's about in the middle of the Amin. Um, it's 21 lines from the bottom, first word in the line. Tanya Kavasa the Rav, Tanya Kavasa the Rav, the Rabbi Shila. Tanya Kavasa the Rav. Givine Cruz, Mahu Omer. So Givine Hamachas means Givine was, was, was the, the title or the name given to the person who would call out. And Mahu Omer, he would say. The person who was in charge, the Muna, was called by the nickname Givine Cruz, Mahu Omer. Indu Kohanim Labodaschem. Kohanim, stand up and start to do your work. It's a new day. And Levim should go to their platforms, to their places. And Israel should go to the Mamada. There were groups of Israelim, as Imar says in Tainus, that would say Shira, that would say Tilim during the bringing of the Kabbalahs. Vahaya Kolo Nishma. Miraculously, Hashem amplified his voice so he was able to be heard 
from uh, for a distance of three parcels. I'm sorry, uh, uh, three parcels. Yeah, three parcels is, is is quite a distance. One parcel is approximately two and a half miles, uh, I believe, and so three parcels seven and a half miles, which is not um, it's, it, it's, it's miraculous. Even a lion can only be heard about five miles. Now, Maisa, there was a story, the Agripas HaMelech. Agripas HaMelech was the last king of Bayez Sheni. His name was Agrippa, Agrippas. Shahaya Babaderech, he was coming on the road. Hashamakolo, Megimel Pasos, and he heard the voice of this Givine Cruz of the Mamuna three persons away. When he came to his house, his palace, he was so impressed, he sent him matanos, he sent him gifts. So then the Gemara continues. The Peking, even so, Kohen Gadol Meshubach Mimeno. The Kohen Gadol is more praised than that, meaning that the sound of the Kohen Gadol carried even further than Gimel ourselves. The Amma Mar, Mar says, when he says the voice of the Kohen Gadol was heard already in Yericho. It was heard from Yerushalayim to Yericho. You want to know how far it was from Yerushalayim to Yericho? Well, uh, Yerushalayim to Yericho was Yud Parsi was 10 parts, about 25 miles, okay? And not only that, the Kohen Gadol had a disadvantage. The disadvantage was the Avogav, although the Hancha Ikechulsha, here uh, by the Kohen Gadol, there's a weakness, meaning he was up all night, Friday night, and it's from Kippur, he's fasting, plus there's the great stress of the day to make sure he got all the Avodah right, so um, he's weak. Vahancha, by Gvinde Cruz, by the Mamuna, Lekachosha. There is no, there was no weakness. Now, Vahancha Yamama, Vahasim Leila. And by the Gvinde Cruz, it was at night. Well, the other way around, Vahancha Yamama, by the Kangadal, it was daytime. By Gvinde Cruz, it was night. And we'll see in just a moment that voice carries further by night or sound carries further by night than it does by day. So even so, the Gvine Cruz, uh, the Kohen Gadol's voice was projected further than the than the Mimunu. We're going to see in a moment about uh, daytime and nighttime Kolos. Let's see the, before we get to the daytime and nighttime Kolos, let's just take a look for a moment at Ranchi. Gvine Cruz is three lines from the bottom. The second word from the beginning of the line, Gavine Cruz, Gavine Hamachris, that was the name of the person, the nickname of the person who was being Machris. Doma Ma, the Kama Peregdalin, Kvar Oma Ona Hashem. Kvar meaning it was already, Kvar Pam Achas, it was already. Koyamak, so there was a situation, Chaya Kain Godel Mizvada, Al Parab Yom Kippurim, the Kain Godel said Vidun on his par. That's the expression that he says. Please, Hashem, um, I beg of you, I sinned. 
and his voice was already heard in Yericho. Rikachulsha, the Tanisa, it is Yom Kippur after all. Yamama. And today, and here, at the Kohen Gadol, it's even less uh, possibility of the vo- of his voice being carried because it was daytime. Sheina kol nishmabo kibalayla. The day, the daytime voice is not heard as well as the nighttime voice. Let's take a look at the Gemara a little further to see why. Um, the Gemara is eleven lines from the bottom to, in the middle. Number of Levi. Why isn't the voice of a person heard by day like it is heard by night? Because of the rotation of the sun. That bangs in the heavens like a cheresh, like a carpenter. Bangs on trees. The high chirga dioma loshme. I chirga dioma loshme. Look at Rashi in the bottom. Vahe chirga loshme. Vahe psolus and asaras. And there is psolus um, is like stuff, sawdust. It's left over from the sawing. Unira ba'amid shalchama. The Yoma Mamish. And it's seen by day, the Yoma Mamish, meaning um, the, the, the depth of this Gemara, I can't fully tell you, but meaning that there's more atmospheric content by day than there is by night. Now, the high, um, now the Gemara says, the, the Lo Shmei, the Rashi the bottom, the name of this. Uh, of Vaychirga Dioma, the name of this um, atmospheric content or the angel that's in charge of it, Lo, that's its name, Shmei. Kachshmo, Lashen, Ain. The name of it is Lo. Vahinu to come in the Bukhanatza, and this is what Bukhanatza says, Vachol Dayari Ara Chashivan. All the the dwellers on earth are Chashiv, and this is a reference to that. Okay, Limara says further, Tanarabana, Alamale, if it would not be for Kol, Hamuna, Alamale, Kol, Hamuna, Shalromi, would it not be for the sound of the legions of Rome, Nishma, Kol, Gilgul, Chama, would be able to hear the sound of the um, of the movement of the sun. So, um, meaning there's a lot of, 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 of uh, atmospheric and, and audio pollution, and in a perfectly still universe, we'd actually be able to hear the movements of the, of the, of the sun and, and, and possibly uh, the constellations. Okay. Um, take a look at the Gemara further. Tanarabana. Shalosh Kolos. Now, this, this by the way, um, we, we, we've gotten a little bit off topic, or more than a little bit off topic, but you see from the Gemara, from this Brisa, that Gavine Cruz was the one who said, Imdu Kodim Lavadaschem. So um, the, the Brisa does not talk about 
any roosters, and it talks about the uh, the one who got the the Cohen and the Levim, and even the Israelim to move was the um, was the Gavini Cruz. So this Bryce would be a raya to Rav that Kriyas Agever means the voice of the one who was uh, who was in charge, and his voice was heard three parsos. So his voice wasn't heard in, on the, in the Golem until uh, um, before the Azara was full with Eden and Klai Yisrael, filling up the Azara. Let's take a look a little bit weiter. Mara says, Tana Rabbanam. The Rabbanam says, Shlosh Kolos. Three sounds. Holchem Yisofa Olam and Sofa. Resonate throughout the entire world, maybe universe. Ve'eluheim. And these are they, Kol Gilgal Chama, the sound of the movement of the sun, the Kol Hamona Shalromi, and the sound of the legions of Rome. I think you have to understand that metaphorically, as Rome was the powerful presence, military presence of its day. And metaphorically, I think the movement of Rome was heard throughout the entire world, the effect the entire world. Well, it could be that there's a physical aspect there also, which I don't understand. And uh, it could be it refers to um, the angels projecting the movement or the influence of Rome throughout the entire world. The Kol Nishma, the Shashi Yotze, Min Hanegev. And the Kol Nishma, I'm sorry, the, the voice of the, of, of the soul, when it goes out of the um, um, meaning out of the uh, out of the body, when uh, when a when a person's spirit leaves his body, that sound is heard. We don't hear it because our ears are not attuned. Like the Gemara tells us in the beginning of Brachos, that a basco, a heavenly voice, goes out each day, and it mourns the destruction of the base of Mikdash and the exile of Klal Yisrael. Now, this is a heavenly voice, and it goes out, and it's heard. So why can't we hear it? Or why don't we hear it? The answer is we could. We just don't because we're not. What, what does a heavenly voice mean? Because Hashem somehow manipulates the uh, world to make a sound. It's as if Hashem had a mouth, and which he doesn't. Uh, our mouths manipulate um, car, air, and we cause vibrations, which cause a sound. And Hashem manipulates that and causes a voice to resonate. That's called a bas kol, which is the daughter of a sound, meaning it's not Hashem as a mouth, Hashem causes a voice to be heard. So, and it resonates throughout the whole world. Now, do we hear it? No. <laughs> but, and again, it oh, it's not for us. It is for us. We're just not spiritually attuned to hear it. You know, it, it, Okay. <laughs> in, uh, in the world... That, 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 that by the way, that I, don't, I, I don't understand why Hashem would do something that has, you know, send something that there was no receiver for. I, that I don't get. It would be like, you know, what am I going to do? I clap, that's like clapping with one hand, right? Nothing happens. Why do it? First of all, that which we're not attuned to it does not bother me often. If you would go out, if you're talking oh. to me outside, there's a lot of noise that goes around, 
especially here in Florida, a lot of noise that goes on outside. We don't hear it. Sometimes it's not there. We just don't listen to it. When you listen to it, you hear it, then uh, then you become attuned to it. Um, yeah, but you just said we don't hear it. One minute. Now we can't hear it. We just don't. In, in, uh, you, sometimes there are crickets. People don't even listen. That there are crickets, or there's movement in the undergrowth, or there are calls from different creatures. You hear it. Um, sometimes the trees shake a little bit because there's a soft breeze, and we're so absorbed in things that we're doing that we don't hear what is being uh, transmitted to us. We are so absorbed in our gashmias, in our lives, we don't hear the spiritual calls that are around us. It doesn't mean Hashem doesn't make those spiritual calls. We have to rise up to be able to hear them. It also does not mean that great tzaddikim cannot hear these um, these sounds even today. So I don't know. I know. Are you saying they do hear those sounds, or, I, I would or you're not you're not saying that? I am. I would certainly. You're saying oh, you're saying that those so now those sounds come down and the tzaddikim hear them. One second. I would not be surprised if even today, um, great tzaddikim. Are able to hear those sounds. Yeah, like who? Like who? Who's hearing those sounds today? <laughs> I can only tell you it's not me. <laughs> maybe it's Henry, maybe it's Jason, I don't know. But I can't tell you. But one second. And the second thing I want to say before we move on to the other topic is just because we can't hear it, let's say nobody in the world heard it, it doesn't mean Hashem shouldn't do it. It doesn't mean that, um, that it's not there for people to rise up to. And there are also angels that certainly here. I get it. I, I, I get it. I, I mean, I mean, if you go, you go, if you go to Tibet, the, the guys sitting on mountains are listening to that. That's what they say they're listening to. Well, I don't quite believe that, but um, well, I, I can't say different. Bizarre, that's what they say. I didn't say it's true. I just say that's what they say. Anyway, so the concept is out there. I'm not saying the concept's not out there. And I'm just giving you an example of people who say they do hear it. Because we don't have anybody who's saying they do hear it. We have to sometimes understand how the facts are applied. Okay, let's see a little further. Okay. Right. Three words to the end of the line. Even childbirth also is heard. That's what the Gemara says. Now, let's turn to... Um, the top of the Yemen. Again, what, that's childbirth is heard till the end of the world? <laughs> the sound of a child coming out. Okay. Yeah. The womb is heard. Yeah. I, I, don't, I, I, I don't hear it, but it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Now, the Yeshomrim, Af Redaya. Look at Redaya. What does this mean? So Rashi tells you, um, I would not have understood what this means until as Rashi said it. Rashi says, The angel that is dedicated, that his responsibility is, is in charge of um, watering the earth with enough water. From the Rain in heaven, me mile and above, home, and from the wellsprings, me tachas. 
Mikorulam, he calls out to them, Shinemar, to home el to home Kore. Um, from wellspring to wellspring, he calls to them, um, commanding them to give forth their water. The Rina Masatis, the Rina Hasim, the Dami Le Egla. Um, that angel is similar to an eagle. An eagle is a uh, is a calf. That's why it's called Ridai in Aramaic, Loshan Shor HaChoresh, which means a shore, like an ox, a chorish that is plowing. When it says Shor HaChoresh, a chorish is translated Losachosh Losirdi. So the word Losirdi, Losachosh, um, that's where the word Ridaya comes from. So even that angel that is in charge of watering the earth from um, from the upper level to the lower level, um, from the upper uh, rains and the lower rains, that angel also, his voice, when he calls out to them, is heard me sofa olam, um, um, at sofa olam. Okay? Now, Uvayu Rabbanon Rachami, and the Rabbanon asked mercy, and the Shama, and the soul, and uh, the time when it leaves the body, Uvitluha, and Eumuvatel, the fact that um, its voice is heard from one end of the world to the other. I don't know what this means, why you needed mercy for such a thing, and why it was important, but that's what the Gemara says that um, Rabbanon asked that. The sound of an ashama leaving should not be heard from one end of the world to the other. There is a, a brisa which expresses the thought of Rabshila. And Rabshila had said, as Rashi says, look in the, the uh, first line of the thin lines of Rashi, Kurosa Gebra means Kurot Tarnagola. The sound of Kurosagava means the sound of the rooster. Okay. Um, somebody goes out to the road. He's leaving on a trip. Kodim Kriyas Hagever. Before Kriyas Hagever, Domo Barosho. His blood is on his hands. Meaning, um, and we'll see what this means in a, We'll see what kind of a Gever this is. It, over here, we're to, obviously talking about a rooster. In the time of the Gemara, it was dangerous for people to travel at night because when you went from <clears throat> at the end of a city, by the wall of a city, until you got to the next inhabited area, there weren't any people. There were there were farms. There were not farms. There were, there were fields uh, and there were woods and there was there was growth, but there were no people. There were, there were roads, but no people. So unless you were going with your own private army. You were subject to being attacked by highwaymen, so and also also animals uh, could kill you. So if you're going out before the sound of the rooster, which is the beginning of the day, Dhamma barosha, you're causing yourself to be to be in sakana. Today, of course, it's different because if you go up any major highway, the I-95, for example, um, it should be lit the entire way and there are gas stations every so often, and there's loads of people uh, on the road. So it's a different situation. In those days, imagine just uh, traipsing around rural Montana 
uh, or in the Adirondacks in New York. Um, that's what it was uh, similar to. So um, now what kind of a rooster are we talking about? So the Gemara says, Rabbi Yoshia Omar Ad Sheyashana, not just the, the rooster crowing one time, has to have it twice, okay? We have Yishomim and others say, the person should be careful until the rooster crows Adshi Yishalish, um, until it crows three times. Well, there is a Tarnagal army. What kind of Tarnagal are we talking about? The Tarnagal Benini, a, uh, um, a medium-sized rooster. Look at Rashi um, beforehand. Rashi says, Hayotze, um, uh, somebody goes out alone on the road, without any escort, uh, his blood is on his hands. And Rashi says, besides what I told you, mazikin. Mazikin were shaden, like devil-like creatures that caused people to um, be injured in, in different ways. meaning it's like he's committing suicide. Um, Avon Mosa, the sin of his death, Al Rosha was on his own head. Mutal, it's placed. Shahu, Hamas, Atmo. He killed himself. What Tarnagolas are we talking about? The Tarnagol Benoni, a Benoni, a medium sized Tarnagol. Shainam Amaya Kriyaso, Veloma Acher. It does not um, um, jump to. Um, to to a sound it's it's cock and do and it doesn't delay it either. Now I was not aware until I saw this Gemara that there are different types of roosters that crow. I think the word is crow. I guess at, at different times. I'm not sure if a small rooster crows earlier or a big rooster crows earlier. A small rooster crows later. I don't know. But um, the, if you're in, in agriculture, you would certainly know. And uh, a medium-sized rooster, that's when the uh, day begins and the mazikim go away and it's safe for a person to begin travel. Okay, let's see a little bit further. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm a Rudy Marav. Now we're getting back to the Gemara that talks about Klal Yisrael being in the base of Mikdash. They, um, they were jam-packed. When they came to the Azara, it says that uh, they were just jam-packed in the Azara. It says, Azara Malayim Yisrael, the Azara was full of Yidin from Klal Yisrael, of, of Yidin, of, 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 of Jews. Um, I'm a Rudy Marav. Bishas Yisrael Olam Laregel. Yisrael went up to Regal during Pesach Shavuot and Sukkot. They went up to the base of Migdash. Omdim Tzafufim Omishtachim Ravachim. They stood. They stood Tzafufim. Tzafufim means packed. You know what packed Tzafufim means? Tzaf means elevated. Tzaf Abaniyamayim. Meaning if people are packed, mamish one against the other, they'll they'll rise up a little bit. Because of the pressure, like on their tiptoes, um, so that's what it means. Tzafufim, jam-packed. Yet, when they bow down, or they bowed rivachim 
plenty of room, no problem. Um, uh, and the amount of Eden that were there um, continued all around the Azara. As we learned um, a few weeks ago, that behind the Kodesh, there was a space of 11 Amos. So they continued all the way around for 11 Amos up behind the base of Kaparis. Now, let's take a look at Rashi before we go further. We'll see what this means, 11 Amos behind the Kaparis. Take a look at Rashi. Tzafufin. Lashem Tzaf, elevated. Merova Am, from so many people, they were jammed one against the other. Didn't have room to, to turn on, on, on a side, this way and that way. And they stood up like beams. And even um, people's feet were removed from the ground. They're on tiptoe or they actually were so packed that they were elevated mamish. Now the Gemara continues. Let's go back to the Gemara. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Another Rashi. When they bowed down, they fell on their faces. A miracle of space occurred. And the area widened. Until it was between each Yid and his, and his fellow Yid, four Amos. Why was this? Because when they bow down like that, each person confessed his Averos. And so that one Yid should not hear the Vidro of the other Yid, um, what he did wrong, he shouldn't be embarrassed. Hashem gave four Amos of space, what we call social distancing. Four Amos. So um, you want to know why? The social distancing, so that when we dive in, people and we when we say vidui, when we say um, like today, um, we said tachlin and we said um, in the nusach svarim, we said actual vidui. People shouldn't hear other people as they as they uh, confess their averos. So that's the reason why we have social distancing. Okay. Now, um, now what does it mean? My karma. Let's go back to the gemara. My karma. What does this mean that it goes 11 amos behind the kabars? Basic kabars. How he come? This is what it means. Amo bishlam shachin. Achas esriyam achori basic kabars. Even though the Yidden extended 11 amos behind the kabars, but owned them to fulfill him, and that's how packed it was. And they stood so so intensely close. Kashem mishtachavim, mishtachavim rivachim, and. When they bow down, they bow down Ravachim. That's the continuation. Um, that it says, if you go back a minute, remember the Rav, Shashi told Elon the Regal, and even came to uh, Regal, and Pesach Shazukas, Elon Safufim, they stood back, and Mustachim Ravachim, Vinim Shachim, Achaz Ezra Machor, Basic Kabaras, and they even went around the Basic Kabaras, the 11 Amas face in between, meaning that even though they filled up the entire Azara, and there wasn't any room whatsoever, a person to fit himself in there, couldn't put anything else in there, there was not even a, 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 an inch of space, still, when they bowed down, they bowed down Ravachim. Um, and then the Gemara continues, 
this was one of 10 great miracles that occurred in the base of Mikdash on a daily basis or on a, uh, on, on a steady basis. Okay. Um, Henry, you have a question? Not yet. Henry, I'm disappointed. Well, okay, fine. I, if somebody has, has read the article, I don't know if you have the article there. I don't have, I have it. Uh, some, I don't have it. There was have, a note. I, don't note seven. I can get an art scroll if you want. Okay. Yeah, what does it say in the art scroll? Uh, it talks about the we didn't you didn't get to it quite yet in the in in the Gemara, but it's a note number seven. And there's a little parenthesis. It says they would all come to the area east of the altar, which was only twenty two by one hundred and thirty five amos east of the altar. So that was the Israelite courtyard they're talking about. But the it wasn't twenty two. I don't understand how they say twenty two by one hundred and thirty five, but rather eleven by one hundred and thirty five. So that's what I don't understand in the art scroll comment. Um, I, I, I'm not learning the art scroll, so I can't, I can't, I mean, believe neither, if I have a chance, very busy day, I'll try, what, what number was it, the art scroll? Yeah, um, it's 21A, it's, uh, it's note number seven. I'll, I'll see if I can have it, look at it, and see what they mean, okay? Nicole has an art scroll, I'll, I'll try and look at it. Okay, I think we're going to stop here, we're going to do the 10 Nisim that was done in the Beis Mikdash um, tomorrow, Beis Hashem. We'll see that there's more than ten Nisim that were done in the basic English also. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of wonderful things happening in the basic English. Beis Hashem, it'll be rebuilt, and we'll experience these ten Nisim again. Okay, so I wish you a very good day, and Mitchell will pick on this tomorrow. Okay, I have another question though. How was it? It was the sound was heard so far. Whether it's the Kriyat or the 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 Kohen Gadol ten parsos or uh, ten parsos. And the, the sound was not so loud close by to where he was at that it didn't burst the eardrums of everyone that was close by. Um, this has to be understood miraculously. It has to be understood. Okay. Hashem could make that a person speaking in a regular tone um, can, his voice could project all over the place. Um, and uh, there are um, creatures that roar, like a lion's roar, can be heard five miles away, I think, um, but it doesn't burst your eardrums. There are certain tones that are less harmful. So I'm, I, I wasn't there. I can't, I can't tell you exactly, but it, it's certainly miraculous. There's, there's no human being with, uh, with a plain voice without a micro, microphone of some sort that's able to um, elevate his voice so much that it's heard even one mile, let alone uh, heard for for uh, for ten parcels, it's a huge but, but it's it's interesting. It wasn't one of the ones listed as part of the ten as part of the the ten uh, uh, miracles, or even you know the the addendum to the to the miracles. We'll see about that tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. 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 Thank you.